When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Bill Clinton is the president of my childhood. I thought he would be there forever. As I grew up, I realized there were a few events that we never really took the time to explain during his two terms in office. You know what I'm talking about. Never before had a U.S. president been so exposed in terms of his personal life. Yet, despite the infidelities, despite the scandals, Hillary and Bill Clinton are still together today. And honestly, they still seem in love. It has been truly fascinating to delve into their life journeys, especially Hillary's, the brilliant woman, a pioneer of feminism, criticized throughout her career, especially for staying with her husband. Nineteen seventy-one, New Haven, Connecticut. Bill Clinton enters the prestigious Yale University. He is twenty-five years old and has just spent two years in the United Kingdom at Oxford on a scholarship. Bill comes from a poor family. Until the age of four, he was raised by his grandparents, then by his mother and an alcoholic, violent, and gambling-addicted stepfather. Bill was always an excellent student. He developed an early passion for politics. That year, he chose to attend Yale because the university offered a program that combined law with the study of public policies. It was during a course on civil rights and politics that he first saw Hillary Rodham. In 2016, he recalled that moment as this woman, who now bears his name, was running for the presidential election. She had thick blonde hair, big glasses, and she exuded this sense of strength and self-possession that I found magnetic. After the class, I followed her out, intending to introduce myself. I got close enough to touch her back, but I couldn't do it. Somehow I knew this would not be just another tap on the shoulder. Hillary Rodham was 24 years old at the time. She had been studying at Yale for two years, Prior to that, she had made a name for herself at Wesley College. On her graduation day, instead of reading her prepared speech, she responded to the speech delivered by a Republican senator just before her. The next day, local newspapers referred to her as the new spokesperson for her generation. Part of the problem with just empathy with professed goals is that empathy doesn't do us anything. We've had lots of empathy, we've had lots of sympathy, but we feel that for too long, 
Our leaders have viewed politics as the art of the possible. And the challenge now is to practice politics as the art of making what appears to be impossible possible. At Yale, Hillary was surrounded by other intelligent and ambitious young women. At the time, they were, of course, a minority on campus. They rejected the future that had always been presented to them, staying at home in the shadow of their husbands. They wanted to climb the ranks and earn respect in careers they were passionate about. Having such demands at that time was considered radical feminism. But it didn't scare young Bill Clinton. After that first one-sided encounter in class, Bill and Hillary crossed paths once again, this time in the library. He couldn't help but watch her. She noticed him. She got up, approached him, and said, If you're looking at me, and I'm looking at you, we'd better introduce ourselves. I'm Hillary Rodham. And you? Between Hillary and Bill, everything became serious very quickly. They spent all their time together. They were dazzled by each other, both physically and intellectually. In 1973, they graduated. They decided to travel to Europe. Hillary had never been there, and Bill wanted to show her around. In the middle of the trip, he took a leap of faith. He asked her to marry him. She refused. Because one thing was certain. When they returned from their trip, Bill would go back to Arkansas, where he had grown up, and where he planned to launch his political career. It was his dream, and nothing would deter him from it. For now, Hillary couldn't see herself in that picture, not right away. She went to work in Washington. She joined the Children's Defense Fund in Cambridge and later became part of the impeachment commission that led to Nixon's resignation following the Watergate scandal. During that time, Bill slowly made a name for himself in Arkansas, first as a university professor. Despite her brilliant successes in Washington, Hillary decided to join him. She also became a law professor. It was a decision that her friends couldn't understand. She was so independent and ambitious. She stood by her choice, she loved Bill, and wanted to give their relationship a chance. Before continuing this episode, we wanted to thank you for listening. If you want to continue supporting us, subscribe to Bababam Plus on Apple Podcasts for uninterrupted listening. Or listen to this message from our partner, without whom this podcast couldn't exist. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. They married in 1975. Hillary chose to keep her last name, Rodham. This choice would be criticized during Bill's campaign to become governor of Arkansas in 1978 which he won. Hillary became an unconventional first lady. 
she decided to keep her full-time job as a lawyer, had no children, and did not take her husband's name. This raised eyebrows and made her a target of recurring attacks. Two years later, Bill was not re-elected as governor. Hillary felt responsible. It was her fault. When he ran for the next term, she gave in, took his name, traded her thick glasses for contact lenses, and her pants for more conventional suits. It worked, and Bill would serve as the governor of Arkansas until 1990. In the meantime, Hillary and Bill became parents. Chelsea, their daughter, was born in 1980. In 1992, Bill considered running for the presidential election. Hillary encouraged him to run. She became his first ally in the campaign. She displayed great political strategy, but was somewhat less skilled in media communication. She was too honest, too herself in the face of criticism, like the day she responded to attacks on her career, offending stay-at-home moms across the country. I suppose I could have stayed home and baked cookies and had teas, but what I decided to do was to fulfill my profession, which I entered before my husband was in public life. One day, a young woman named Jennifer Flowers came forward in the media, claiming to be Bill's former mistress. Other stories of adultery were revealed in the media. Despite it all, Hillary publicly supported Bill. Even though she saw it as a violation of their privacy, she agreed to give an interview alongside him. You're, you're looking at two people who love each other. This is not an arrangement or an understanding. This is a marriage. That's a very different thing. You know, I'm not sitting here as some little woman standing by my man like Tammy Wynette. I'm sitting here because I love him and I respect him and I honor what he's been through and what we've been through together. And you know, if that's not enough for people, then heck, don't vote for him. Americans saw this interview as an act of courage by the couple. Bill was elected president of the United States on November 3rd, 1992. I want to begin this night by thanking my family, my wife, without whom I would not be here tonight. Hillary revolutionized the role of the First Lady. She had an office in the West Wing of the White House, the space reserved for politics. She surrounded herself with an all-female team and took on colossal challenges, such as healthcare reform, which ultimately failed. She was constantly criticized for her interventionism. She was described as authoritative and cold, an image that would be hard for her to shake off in her future political career. Bill always defended her. The couple remained united in the face of criticism and their first scandal, Whitewater. There were suspicions of conflicts of interest and real estate fraud against Bill and Hillary, although nothing was ever proven. Then came the second term, along with the most difficult scandal the couple would ever have to endure. In 1998, Bill had to respond to accusations of sexual harassment from Paula Jones, a former Arkansas official. The case was already embarrassing for the president as his profile as a sexual predator became clear with each new revelation. But something unexpected happened. Investigators questioned him about a more recent relationship with a White House intern named Monica Lewinsky. The president, under oath, denied having had sexual relations with her. He also lied to Hillary. But investigators had evidence. He realized it was too late. He couldn't lie again during the trial. Bill woke Hillary up early one morning to tell her the truth. She was devastated. She made him tell their daughter the truth before the matter became public. Good evening. This afternoon in this room, On August 17, 1998, Bill Clinton recorded formal apologies from the White House. 
acknowledging his relationship with Monica Lewinsky and consequently his lie during the Paula Jones trial. The media frenzy was unprecedented and the humiliation was total for Hillary. An impeachment process was initiated against the president but did not succeed. The Clintons left the White House in 2001 together. Hillary was heavily criticized for staying with Bill after all of this. She entered politics for herself for the first time. She became the senator of the state of New York. Bill, like former presidents, traveled the world to give lectures and present his publications. He would now stay out of active politics. Today, Bill and Hillary Clinton are still together. During the presidential campaigns of 2008 and 2016, he was there by her side, more discreet than she was during their campaigns. Their years in the White House gave rise to numerous attacks from Hillary's opponents during these campaigns. In response to criticisms of the relationship, the Clintons always said the same thing. They loved each other, and they still do. So why would they separate under these circumstances? Thank you for listening to this episode of Love Me, Love Me Not. If you enjoy this podcast, please let others know by giving us a rating and leaving comments on your favorite listening platform.